Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Speedway Show, an idea exchange empowering us to live well, live fully, and love deeply. And now, here's our host, Speedway. celebrate the most beautiful holiday of the year. I personally love Christmas because of all the beauty and the glory of this day. This is the commemoration of the birth of the Christ child. Oh my goodness. And all that happened since then was because he was born. And think of all that would not have been had God not sent his only begotten son to save us after all of that mischief that Adam and Eve committed when they got the first shot at being on the surf. So this is going to be short because it's Christmas Day and I have other things to do, as I'm sure you guys have other things to do, but I could not let this day pass without commemorating this amazing day. So then I thought, what could we talk about on Christmas Day? Well, many times you hear people around this time of year admonishing us to remember the reason for the season. But how much do you really know about this holiday and how it came about? For those of us who aren't so clear on the history of this celebration, I thought it would be kind of fun to give you some background on the meaning and the origins of Christmas. Christmas came from the old English word uh, Christmas, which means Christ's Mass. Those of you who are Catholic will probably resonate with that term. It is indeed the annual commemoration of the birth of Jesus Christ. It is a widely uh, widely observed cultural holiday 
generally celebrated on December the 25th by billions of people around the world. Interestingly, although it is intended to mark the birth of Christ, it is celebrated the world over by Christians and non-Christians alike. I have to tell you, the most interesting Christmas I have ever had was when my parents lived in Egypt. At the time, my father was the Zimbabwean ambassador to Egypt, and my husband and I decided we were going to visit them over the Christmas season. I had previously heard, before I got there, rumors that Egyptians actually did not consider themselves to be Africans. I know. Well, I was quite offended until I got there. And then I noticed that the full name of the country is actually the Arabic Republic of Egypt. And true to its name, much of the, uh, the country is actually dominated by people of Arabic descent. And the indigenous Africans, the descendants of the Egyptians who built the pyramid, live further south of the country. Many of the signs, when you go to McDonald's and you see uh, the, the signs on the streets and everywhere else, often you see the writing, like on billboards, often you see the writing in Arabic first. And there may or may not be English translations. So then I thought, oh, well, maybe they're not, I mean, they're Africans to the extent that they live in Africa, on the African continent. But I could suddenly see why perhaps not all Egyptians identified with the African heritage. But anyway, the interesting thing is that of the 80 million people in Egypt, uh, something like 80 or 90% of them are uh, believed to be Muslim, and therefore they don't celebrate Christmas. Not only is it just another day in Egypt, but if it's a work day, it's work as usual. The only places we went to that recognized Christmas while we were there were the American chain hotels and the resorts where you saw Christmas celebrations and people wished you a Merry Christmas when you got there. Sometimes I find it funny how Americans fret about not wanting to offend those who don't share the same beliefs when it comes to religion. Because in, other, in many other cultures, now nobody cares whether you're offended or not that they don't celebrate your religious holidays. They just embrace their own and they embrace their religious beliefs and they don't worry about the rest, the rest of us. So other things that actually I personally admired when we were in Egypt was the fact that the uh, Muslims, of course, pray five times a day. And you would hear... No matter where you were in Cairo, you would hear the, do- the bell toll, and you knew that it was time to pray. The architecture was built with that in mind, and so when you went to the mall, on every floor there was a prayer room, and there would be, it might be closed off by a curtain or some other partition, but there was a place where people could go to pray on any floor you were at. So you heard the bell, off you went to pray. That, I thought, was admirable because it demonstrated a seriousness about the religious practices that I thought was actually um, quite admirable. But 
we digress. Now, all of you have heard the song uh, about the 12 days of Christmas, right? Well, did you know that it is actually a reference based on the Eastern Orthodox, Oriental Orthodox, and Eastern Catholic churches, which celebrate a feast on Christmas Day, which is central to the Christian liturgical year, and it closes the Advent season, after which the 12 days of Christmas tide begins. Have you ever heard that term? These 12 days end after the 12th night. So if you've ever wondered, like I wondered, the 12 days of Christmas, are they the 12 days leading up to Christmas, or are they the 12 days after? Well, they are actually the 12 days after. They end after the 12th night. Those of you who studied Shakespeare, shout out to my friends from Dominican Convent High School, we were all forced to study Shakespeare in our literature class and uh, Most of us didn't understand most of it. But anyway, those of you who studied Shakespeare may remember that he wrote a comedy in recognition of this tradition, and the play was so creatively called Twelfth Night. So now we ask another question. These are just things I have wondered over the course of my life, and uh, lest you have wondered them too, I'm going to give you some questions. Was Jesus really born on December 25th? Do we really know if that is in fact true? Well, forget the day. We're not even sure about the year, actually. Historians estimate that Jesus was born between 7 and 2. BC, and the exact month of his uh, birth are not exactly known. There is no question, however, that he was born and he walked the earth. I have long found it interesting that one of the biggest disagreements separating different religions is the question of whether Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God, and part of the Holy Trinity, or whether he was just a really amazing prophet. Either way, I have yet to hear any of those other religions, uh, uh, Jews, Hindus, uh, Buddhists, mm, uh, I know I'm forgetting some, but anyway, I have yet to hear anybody from those other religions declare that Jesus did not actually exist at all. So um, there is a question of when he was born. By the early to mid-4th century, the Western Christian Church had placed Christmas on December 25th, a date later adopted in the East. Some believe that December 25th was chosen because it is the date exactly nine months after early Christians believed Jesus was conceived. Finally, I told you this was going to be short. I will leave you with some food for thought. I received this poem in an email a long time ago, and you might recognize it when you hear it. It is focused on the battle between good and evil as one encourages us to live healthy lives and the other sabotages all of these efforts. Here goes. 
And God populated the earth with broccoli and cauliflower and spinach, green and yellow vegetables of all kinds, so man and woman would live long and healthy lives. And Satan created McDonald's, and McDonald's brought forth the 99-cent devil cheeseburger, and Satan said to men, you want fries with that? And man said, supersize them, and man gained pounds. At this juncture, let me just say, this is not my personal opinion. I'm just reading the poem. There are lots of really great and healthy options at McDonald's. Why the uh, apples for the children instead of fries? The smaller portions for the children. Why the salads? Why the fruity drinks? So many healthy options. But go with me. It's a fun poem. And God created the healthful yogurt that woman might keep her figure that man found so fair. And Satan brought forth chocolate and woman gained pounds. And God said, try my crispy, fresh salad, also available at McDonald's. And Satan brought forth ice cream, and woman gained pounds. And God said, I have sent the heart-healthy vegetables and olive oil with which to cook them. And Satan brought forth chicken fried steak, so big it needed its own platter. And man gained pounds, and his bad cholesterol went through the roof. And God brought forth running shoes, and man resolved to lose those extra pounds. Beginning of the year is coming. We're going to talk about those pounds and how to lose them. And Satan brought forth cable TV, satellite TV too now, with remote control, so man would not have to toil to change channels between ESPN and ESPN2. And man gained pounds. And God said, you're running up the score, devil. And God brought forth a potato, a vegetable naturally low in fat and brimming with nutrition. And Satan peeled off the healthful skin and sliced the starchy center into chips and deep fat fried them. And he created sour cream dip also. And he also created bacon bits and butter. And man clutched his remote control and ate the potato chips swaddled in cholesterol. And Satan saw and said, it is good. And man went into cardiac arrest and God sighed <sighs> and created quadruple bypass surgery. And Satan created HMOs. Now actually that is kind of the punchline of the poem. And it's, it came out, actually, when the big fuss over HMOs and how terrible they were came about. Now, the one last one that I have heard some of my Christian brothers and sisters speculate about is what I will call the extended version of the poem. And it is that God created Christmas as a day to celebrate and commemorate the birth of his son, the greatest gift he ever gave to man. And Satan created Santa Claus to confuse the reason for the season and divert man's attention away from God. Consider for a moment that the word Santa is simply the word Satan 
rearrange. Mm-hmm. So, food for thought. Now you can think about that for a minute. Uh, with that, I am going to leave you to enjoy your Christmas. And if you haven't already eaten any everything, well, you know, you don't have to. So with that, because, you know, we're going to be talking about how you got to lose weight again at the beginning of the year. So much better if you simply don't start with that bad habit of eating everything in the first place. So with that, I am going to leave you and say, go in peace and have a very, very Merry Christmas. And come back next year for lots more of the Speedway Show. I love you. I thank you for all of the support you have expressed for the show over the course of this past year, 2013. Thank you for joining us on The Speedway Show. Visit thespeedwayshow.com for content and other episodes. Join the fan page at facebook.com slash thespeedwayshow. And follow Speedway on Twitter at the handle thespeedwayshow. Until next week, live well, live fully, and love deeply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.